Hey, it's Timmy Whispers from Stacey King's Give Me the Hot Sauce podcast. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track, all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, three-year, 30,000-mile complimentary maintenance, and America's best warranty ensure you can take on any adventure. I'm planning on going river rafting this weekend, and I'm ready to head out on the trails with all-wheel drive. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. America's best warranty claim based on total package of warranty programs. See dealer for limited warranty details. Complimentary maintenance included Hyundai approved oil and oil filter change, except for electric vehicles and fuel cell electric vehicles, plus tire rotation, normal factory schedule maintenance intervals for three years or 36,000 miles, whichever comes first. More frequent maintenance due to severe driving conditions or conditions is excluded. Offer valid only for new 2020 or 2024 Hyundai models purchased or leased on or after February 1st, 2020. See your Hyundai dealer for further details and limitations. Hi, Timmy Whispers here from Gimme the Hot Sauce Podcast. The two-way V4 features groundbreaking use of fuel cell technology with fresh foam, creating the ultimate combination of rebound and cushioning. Fuel cell gives you the ultimate energy return, ensuring every step feels explosive and dynamic. Fresh foam offers unparalleled cushioning for maximum comfort for the entire game. The upper construction features a lightweight textile that reduces weight while remaining supportive and breathable. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way at newbalance.com. The NFL season is over. Congratulations to Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs on their second straight Super Bowl title. We've got the NBA heading to the All-Star break and Major League Baseball teams reporting for duty. Spring training is underway in Arizona and Florida. And here we sit in the palatial Palatine studio, <laughs> the Sriracha studio. Stacy's here after a long week on the road. Timmy Whispers is here. That was kind of a weird trip you had. You went south, you went east, you went to Cleveland. A lot of fun. Huh? I'll tell you what, Mark. You know, I, I, you know, this is part of the NBA, being part of the NBA. The travel comes with it. Yeah. I've been doing this now for 30-plus years, and it seems like it gets worse as you get older. Okay? Sure. Yeah. And the way the schedule has worked out is, is amazing because it's like, what's the rhyme and reason of some of the places they send yeah. you? Okay, so, you know, first place you go, you go to Memphis. And then, you know, you would think you would go to Cleveland next because it would be the closest. No, they're going to send you all the way down to Orlando. And then from Orlando, you're going to go to Atlanta. And then Atlanta, back over to Cleveland. And then Cleveland, back to Chicago. It's like a little monkey with an astronaut suit, you know, picking out bing, ping pong <laughs> balls. Let's send the Bulls to Boise, Idaho. That's a good idea, Bubbles. <laughs> it's like, come on, man, give us a break. So we got a week off now, which I'm excited about. You know, uh, I wish we'd have closed out better. Yeah. Um, had a chance to, to, the Bulls had a chance to, um, you know, get to 500. Had a couple of opportunities to get to 500 and, and just kind of just not able to do it, which is very frustrating because, you know, you know, when you're on these long road trips, you don't mind the long road trips when you're winning. It kind of makes it kind of balances out. It's when you're losing these games that you should have won that makes the trip miserable. You know, I mean, the Orlando game, we should have won that game. We should have beaten, you know, we should have beaten, you know, Cleveland last night, uh, you know, Phoenix and Phoenix that time, you know, the Lakers. I mean, 
it just it just is so frustrating because this team shows you on certain nights they can play with anybody, and then there's other nights they just kind of disappear. So, Whispers, what are you going to do during the All-Star break? Well, first of all, I'm sorry I didn't get the memo about uh, – I thought you guys said blue, not black tonight, so my bad. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, you did Kind, kind of memo. in sync with where the season's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. But uh, what am I doing? Yeah. I don't know. I had plans, and uh, they got disrupted by – by someone named Mr. King. Wait, wait a no. no. Pointing fingers again. Come on, man. Yeah. You like that You like that offensive lineman from the 49ers that blamed the other, uh, other lineman for missing the block? We, we should be in sunny Florida right now, but you know how that goes. We should be. We should be. And that's still a possibility I may go. Well, let me know. Let me know how it goes. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying at the Kelly household. Well, he'll. The Tim's give you the palatial codes. estate yeah. in Fort Myers. I'll give you the codes. Yeah, I'm just scared that if I go there. And I start punching in the codes. All of a sudden, the neighbors will call a SWAT team, and y'all see me on CNN. You know, black male being be, be attacked by the police. I'll send, send him a picture ahead of time that yeah. you're the guy beating on my back door. Yeah, or see, I can see Tim saying, "I don't know him. Yeah, I never, never seen him before yeah. in my life. Arrest him." Yeah, who's that guy? Yeah, exactly. So that's why I'm scared to go there. Yeah, I don't yeah. blame you. That's a setup. That's a setup, exactly. Well, you were talking about the road trip that uh, completed in Cleveland. The Bulls, if they had hung on to that 17-point lead, would have oh, been able to come man. back home 3-1, and one, which would have been really a nice road trip. Instead, it's 2-2. Two and two. But a lot of people, uh, more people around the league are talking about Kobe White. I'm sure you saw the quotes from Donovan Mitchell saying you could see in his eyes his kid knows he's arrived. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's got a killer in his eyes now. And, you know, I know he missed that, that shot last night, but you wanted him to take that yeah. shot. It's his turn. It's his time you know, to be able to step up and, and have the opportunity to win a game or tie a game. And I thought them running a play for him, he got a good look. Um, if anything, I, I thought the screen could have been better, you know, from Vooch um, to give him a, a, a cleaner look. But the fact that he, I mean, it looked good when he left his hands, you know. So, but again, the Bulls had never been in that situation. You know, they had played, he had played well enough. I mean, he was going basket for basket, you know, against, you know, their, their guards, Darius Garland and, you know, and Donovan Mitchell, and he was going basket for basket. Um, you know, he he just he's just playing, you know, at a different level right now. He's the most improved player in the in the game right now. He should win that award easily. And I think it's really fun for Bulls fans looking ahead to the future is now you've got not one but two young guards who have really turned their games around over the last year. Io DeSumo is at 14 three-point shots over his last three games, and and his aggressiveness on the offensive end, his ability to finish at the rim, just gives them a whole different dimension on offense. Well, and I said this last night, you know, what, what would be nice to see if you can include Patrick Williams in that improvement of young players. Yeah. You know, you're, see, you're starting to see it in Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry is starting to show you some signs that he's turning the corner as far as the maturation process is concerned. Uh, and if you get Patrick Williams doing that, and, and, you know, when he comes back from this foot injury, we don't know when he's going to come back. But if he can come back and show you, because he had shown you promise for a while, and then all of a sudden it kind of tapered off a little bit. But if he can come back and, and do what these other guys are doing, that's a nice nucleus to start with if the Bulls ever decided, like, hey, you know what? We're going to go young. And these guys would be your, your elder statesmen. These guys will be guys with experience, you know, three, four, five years of experience, and they're still considered young guys. And you know the thing is with the development of White and DeSumo and the fact that you know you still got another year of Alex Caruso under contract, it really is going to make it an uncomfortable summer for Zach Levine's future. I mean, really now you wonder, where does he fit anymore? Well, I, I, I just believe that the Bulls are waiting to see what Lonzo Ball is going to do. I, I just, I just, 
I mean, I, I don't have any inside information. No one's told me anything. It's just my gut feeling is let's see where Lonzo Ball, because they have seen what this team looks like when Lonzo Ball is leading the charge. They've seen it. So they've, they've got a big sample size of what it looked like. And they've seen what it looks like when he's not here. So I believe they're waiting to see what the prognosis is on his knee. Is he going to be healthy? Is he going to be ready to go? All reports so far, which are encouraging, is that Lonzo Ball's knees have no pain in them. But again, he hasn't done any of the, the running, the jumping, the things that are required for you to be a professional athlete. But he has, you know, he was shooting last, I think it was last week before he we went on the road trip. He was over at the Advocate Center shooting. Um, that's a good sign. And so I, I just believe they're waiting on waiting on them. I, I don't know if they would have even traded Zach. I know it seemed like from the outside, a lot of times, Mark, everybody on the outside thinks they know everything. Oh, there's a deal being made. Da, da, da. You don't know a deal's being made till the deal's actually been made. Okay. So I don't believe that Detroit and Bulls were really. They might have been close, might have been discussions, but I don't know if that trigger was ready to be pulled because what the initial offer Detroit was offering, you had none of those young players. It right. was it was all veteran players that you don't need, you know. So uh, if you're if you're AK, why am I going to give you an all star caliber player that's going to give you automatically twenty five points on your roster right out the out the gate? Okay, who's still one of the most exciting players in the game, and you're going to give me, you know, you're going to give me a bag of Doritos. I'm, I'm giving you, I'm giving you diamonds. You give me Doritos. So uh, they didn't pull the trigger, and then Zach, you know, of course, goes on the injury reserve with the with the uh, you know foot surgery. So that kind of nicks anything. But uh, I just think they're waiting for Lonzo Ball, and with Kobe's development now, that even adds a little bit more to it because you know I see Kobe as the two guard. I've I've said this all along. I, I think I mean you look at his assist totals. You know, last night I think he had four assists at the point guard position. You know, I like to see him, if he's going to be a point guard, I like to see him, his assist totals be a little bit better. Um, he's a scoring guard, man. He's he's a bigger Ben Gordon. Uh, I think, you know, when, and when I say that, he scores like Ben Gordon. I think he's a better defensive player than Ben Gordon. Uh, he's bigger than Ben Gordon. Um, you know, he sees the floor better than Ben Gordon. But as far as the scores mentality, he's like Ben Gordon. You know, he's, he's like Jamal Crawford, guys who can come in and get buckets for you and go for 30 any given night. How about the game that Io had in Atlanta? I mean, that was so impressive. Not only did he score a career-high 29 points, but he completely frustrated Trey Young. It got to the point where I, it almost seemed like Trey Young didn't even want to go on the court anymore. Well, it's, it's something about that matchup. Io gets up for the Atlanta Hawks, you know, and it's playing against Trey Young. You know, he you know, he does his homework. He studies. You know, he, he's very thorough in what he does. And you can tell. Like, he, he took away all the things that Trey Young likes to do. OK, he didn't fall for the old let me get by you and let me jump into your trick. You know, uh, he stayed down on the pump fakes. He, he made it very difficult for, you know, Trey Young to move and it played him physical. His link bothered Trey Young. You know, I mean, uh, Io plays a lot bigger than what he actually is. So, you know, his link bothered Trey Young and it really they really hurt their guards. I mean, their guards, you know, uh, their guards didn't play well at all. You know, and so when their guards don't play well then it puts pressure on everybody else. Where you get your points from if you're Atlanta? Whispers, your phone's been going off like crazy. Is the president trying to contact you? What's uh, going on? Only fans telling has been uh, his account's been cut off. <laughs> yeah, it's been too much of a very upsetting. Yeah, they like that revenue stream I give them. But, uh, yeah, no, I think it's about the food. 
Oh, okay. And I'm guessing. Went to the wrong uh, office again? <laughs> Probably did. <laughs> That's what happens to us. That's why we never eat here. Wow. <laughs> Actually, We're I, on a hunger strike here. Yeah, give me the hot sauce. What I do is pretend I order food and then tell yeah. someone call me oh, like damn. nine times in a row. I, mean, I meant to get some, a really good spread this week. <laughs> wow. We just Darn. went to the wrong office. It happened again. Sorry, oh, guys. <laughs> so Billy's been going more with the, uh, the double big lineup with Vooch and, and Drummond. And Drummond is, is feasting. You know, he's getting a lot of offensive boards. He gets double-digit rebounds almost every game. How do you like that look? Listen, I've been saying for this from the very beginning, especially with the Bulls having a hard time rebounding the basketball. That's been one of the Achilles heels that this team doesn't rebound very well. So when you bring in a guy like Drummond, he shores up that department for you. He's going to get offensive rebounds. He's going to get defensive rebounds. He's going to rim protect. He had a huge block. Are you, are you okay with your buddy? He's over here falling down. And phone's falling down. I'm, I'm hungry. I don't want oh to Oh, my goodness. Like he's falling and he can't yeah, get up. We're, we're over here. We're over here like, you know, we're over here talking. You know, we're working. You yeah. know, he's over here falling down over here. Got to get one of those medical alert bracelets. Alert. I'm falling and I can't I, get I, up. I also dropped my life alert. I don't know where it was. Yeah, that's what it is. Life oh, alert. No. That's what it is, America. He has a life alert. He's over here <laughs> knocking things over. I'm like, where's all this noise coming from? But it's, it's whispers. Yeah. Actually, mine's called a beer alert. Just oh, like just whispers. Just like whispers. <laughs> hey, so the Bulls are 26 and 29 going to the All-Star break. They are pretty much solidly in that ninth position. I don't think they're going to be able to move up. And when you look below them, Brooklyn's like four and a half behind in 11th place. So they're probably going to be in the play-in. What are you looking for? So we got, let me do the math here quickly. 27 games left. What are you looking to see over those final 27? Well, right out the box, after All-Star break, they got they got a who's who of killers. Boston right off the Yeah, they, I mean, if we do we have the schedule up there? So the, 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 the next five games, look, look at you got, oof, man, you got Milwaukee, SAC, Utah, Golden State, the Clippers. Yeah, Clippers are hot, yeah, too. Yeah, that's, that's, those are on the road. But when we come back, do we have the rest of February? That looks like somebody's kid's crayons. Or who made that skip? Yeah. <laughs> One of those old games. Dude, what is this? Tecmo Bowl. Yeah, Tecmo Bowl. <laughs> we got a Tecmo Bowl schedule. <laughs> we can't hear you, D. Still can't hear you. Oh, he's pointing fingers. Yeah, yeah, somebody yeah. Else did it. So let's look at the Tecmo Bowl uh, schedule. Okay, so. Okay. But well, so, like I said, you're yeah. pointing fingers at somebody yeah. else. So we got, you should be like Kobe White. Yeah. He said it was my fault on that yes, pass. You know? Yes. Say, so just, I screwed up. So that's that's got, what you, got, how you handle it. Try it out sometime. We got Pac-Man. We got <laughs> Dig Dug. Look at all those little old cartoons. We got Galica. So coming out of the break, coming out of the break is going to be tough because you got you got Boston. You got Boston coming out. You got uh, New Orleans who's playing really well. Detroit should be a win. And you got Cleveland again. So then, and then in March, you saw March schedule. We're going to be going on the West Coast. So, yeah. I mean, these next two weeks, look at that. I mean, these next two weeks, Milwaukee, so there's no easy games uh, up until you get to Washington. Then you start seeing Washington, Portland, Houston. Houston's been playing pretty good. But, yeah, for two weeks, man, we this is a murderer's row. So, D, what's the story on the bottom there? Is that Pac-Man, a little bull, going to eat the six trophies? Is that what? Is that, oh, I didn't know. Is that like a video it. game? Oh. Okay, so I thought it was, I thought it was Pac-Man. And I thought it was somebody like yeah. little, little men, like oh, that's, you that's urinating funny. on the wall or something. Like they've been oh, over. Oh my goodness! It. I mean, for my, I don't have my glasses on, America, but I, it looks like little men are like urinating on the wall. Like I didn't know, but no, those are your six championship okay, trophies. So this is like a video yeah. game calendar. Yeah. Your brother's right. How is he six? Wow! <laughs> wow! Okay, let me just. Well, he's been fired. We want a real calendar up there next time. 
This is this is like 1980s video game calendar. You know, I was driving over here, and both sports radio stations were talking about the return of the college football. Uh, oh yeah, we're there, game. baby. I guess we're it's there. supposed to be this like yes, that, this everybody cult played everybody that. Loves one. It. Yeah. Everybody played that. They played that more than Madden. Yeah. Oh baby, but now I guess it's different because you can use the names of the players. Let me tell you and something. They actually get some profit out of it now. Let me tell you some America. You like to play the college football game. No, I'm gonna put a league together. <laughs> I'm gonna put a league together. See, there's college football yeah. 25, baby. I've been on every one of those games. I played every single one of those games. Yeah, people on the radio say just love it. They were just oh, talking about how great it is. Dude, the game, the game is like it's just like the college. You run all the college plays, RPOs, you know, options. You pick your favorite team. You can recruit players. Yeah. Uh, and then you you have a league. You have an actual league of players, like my friends. We'll have a league, and we all, you know, we all will separate. We won't play in the same conferences. So you put somebody in the SEC, someone in the ACC, whatever. So so we all have a chance to get into the, the, the playoffs. Pack two. Yeah, the pack two. <laughs> so we all have a chance to get into the playoff category and then, you know, be able to play each other yeah. in the playoffs. That's what you want to do. And also recruiting because we don't want to – like when I had Florida, like I had Florida and Florida State, you couldn't come to Florida, the state of Florida, and recruit anybody. They were yeah. always coming to my school, the top players. Because Florida, <laughs> Florida, Texas, California, and Alabama – those guys always get the high recruits. They always get the best recruits. So if you're one of those coaches, you got to win at least two national championships to lock down your state. And nobody was coming in Florida, brother. Is there an NIL clip for that? There is going to be now. There, there might be yeah. NIL, yeah. Yeah. And and the, the yeah. kids in the in the game, they have to sign their, their – they're willing to have their likeness used. They're going to get paid now, Yeah, they're which is paid. a great thing. That's, that's this, nice. this is what started this whole thing. Yeah, right. This right. is what started the NIL. This is what started, like, the frustration – because it was the old Bannon brothers from UCLA. Right. Yeah. And, you know, shout out to those guys who got this, got the players paid, you know, and, and it started with this video game because the college video game was the one that was using the likeness of the players, using, you know, basically the names of the players and the players weren't getting paid, but they were making tons of money off the college football game. And by the, by the response that you've seen all the people, you can see that it was a popular game. Yeah, they were saying that you can put yourself in the game. You can oh, yeah. be like a high school athlete and get yeah. recruited by yep. big time colleges. Oh man, I'm telling you, it's it's like it's like the a road story. to glory. It's it's a story. <laughs> it's like a story. Like you, it, it's an amazing game. It's an amazing game, and you know, like I said, uh, it's been around for a while. And uh, they used to have a college basketball game the same way. They used to have the same. They had the same kind of format. And the, what I like about the college football game compared to Madden, Madden always seemed to me robotic. You know, like the players, like the old Atari, and they used to go left, down, right. You right, know? right. Madden always seemed robotic. Like the the movements weren't natural. But when you play the college football game, I mean, you're you're fake handoffing. You know, you're doing all the things they do in college football, and it was it felt like you was really really playing college football. How many years was it away? Ooh, it's been away probably. Man, it's been probably about eight years. Okay, so I know a lot of people are celebrating. Yeah, the return yeah, college yeah. football twenty five. If you want to get your butt kicked, America, join my league. A couple more uh, NBA <laughs> things before we uh, talk about the Super Bowl and what's going on with the Bears in the offseason. There were the last two minute report came out that phantom foul where uh, Mitchell pushed off against uh, Caruso. Yeah. The league said that was a mistake. Okay, you know what? Been. Listen, listen, America. They need to stop this last two minutes of the thing. Okay, <laughs> it help, yeah. Right? It, what it, all it does is make people wonder. Yeah, like. What are y'all doing? Right. Like, you know, because the first thing, you know, listen, you got betting on there now. You got everybody's betting. You got, you know, first half, first quarter bets, second quarter bets, halftime bets. There's so much stuff involved. And then when you come back and you have these missed calls, people automatically already think that, you know, the game is rigged. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so when you hear the last two minutes report 
and go, yeah, that shouldn't have been a call, which ended up kind of costing us the game because you gave them a foul shot and then you gave them the possession of the ball, which was able then to run some more clock off. And that was it. That was a listen, should never got to that point. Let's just be real. Yeah. Should never got to the point. But the fact that they come back after the game is over and admit that it just all it does is rub salt in the wounds to Bulls Nation. You know, so stop doing it. Just eat it, own it, and just ignore it. Just go, well, yeah, they messed that one. We blew that call, but we're not going to report it. Just <laughs> let it go. No one's going to say anything. Hey, did you hear about the uh, the dust up between Isaiah Stewart and Drew Eubanks Listen, when coming off the bus before the game? Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Y'all better leave Isaiah Stewart alone. Okay? <laughs> That's a big I, man. Listen, Isaiah Stewart's got a reputation in this league now. He, he, he can throw them hands, okay? When you got LeBron James, you know, <laughs> moving away from you, and he's coming after you, yeah, yeah. And he he locked up with Draymond Green, and Draymond Green kind of like, oh, this guy, I better not mess with this guy. <laughs> Leave Isaiah Stewart alone. I don't know. Listen, Drew Eubanks must have said something yeah. and was a smart ass because, you know, when we played them uh, up, in, up in, you know, he was in the game, and he got a technical, he got a technical on drumming. He does a little – just look at his face. Okay, look at his face right there, America. For the people who watch this on YouTube, don't you just want to just smack him? He just looks like he got a smackable face. Like he just say something, you just want to smack him, okay? he He's an instigator. And no one knows what was said. I guess they got cameras. But obviously he said something that is – or maybe he said something in a previous game that carried over. Look at it right there. Both Stewart and Eubanks were going chest to chest before a swing to Eubanks' face connected on Wednesday. Sources say both are separated, and there is police presence involved with the situation in the Phoenix. Yeah, they Valley. arrested Stewart. Yeah, they were arrested. Stewart. They arrested yeah, him. Yeah, come on, man. That's basketball yeah. players fighting. They, they, I know, but but you know that's that's the, that's you know that's just the police. It was before department. they were basketball players, though. Yeah. They were civilians walking yeah. off the bus going that, into the arena. That's just police, you know, getting fifteen seconds of fame and getting their 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 uh, getting noticed. Look at that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, ridiculous things, did you see? Uh, PJ Tucker got fined seventy five grand for asking for a trade in a public forum. They don't well, want they don't want players be going public saying I, I I want to be traded from this team. But that's well, a pretty heavy fine for. Listen, listen, listen. He's a veteran player. You're not playing him. Yeah. He wants to be playing. He wants to be helping a contender. And you had an opportunity to move him. You could have, you could have traded him for you know some uh, some potato chips. You could have traded anybody would have gave you a second rounder for him. You know, apparently not because well, he, no. went, he got sent to the Clippers and he's not so. playing. Now he wants to be released, but the he doesn't Clippers, want to give back any of his money. Well, the Clippers, the Clippers probably want to hold on to him because of the injuries that they yeah. normally have. Right. And if you you give him up and you don't have anyone to replace somebody. I mean, Norman Powell got hit in the hit in the face the other day that was down for a while. You know, Ka Kawhi Leonard has been playing phenomenally. I mean, he hasn't missed any games hardly. Paul George has been available, but you never know with the Clippers. They right. can always have an injury, one injury to a key player or a wing player, and you let that guy go, and you have nobody now? I can see why they want to hold on to him, but play the guy at least, man. You, yeah. I mean, you know, what What else is he supposed to say? Like, I really like sitting over here. I'm a veteran. I've won some <laughs> rings, and I really like sitting over here and uh, sitting on the bench in L.A. Yeah. So the, the deadline for veterans to sign on with a team and be eligible for the playoffs is March 1st. The Bulls have a roster spot. Do you think they could sign a guy like uh, Furkan Korkmaz or Danilo Gallinari? Oh, man. They wouldn't play anyway. See, that's the thing about the buyout market. <laughs> Most situations, those guys don't play anyway. Listen, uh, Komaz, or Kirk, what was his name? From the Korkmaz. Korkmaz. Yeah. I like him. He can shoot. He can shoot. He yeah. can shoot. Um, I heard that's Joe Harris's name pop up. Um, 
you know, but I, I, it's kind of died now. I yeah. Mean, um, listen, I, I will say this. We need bigs. We need forwards. We need guys that are 6'8 and taller. We are a team full of guards. We are a team that is super small. Our options are to run Alex Crusoe at power for, and I love Alex Crusoe. Alex Crusoe is one of the toughest players in this game, pound for pound, but you're doing him a disservice when you're playing him at power forward, and he's having yeah. to guard guys like Giannis and, and all these big guys. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Kevin Durant. It's not fair to him, you know, and then you wonder why the guy's hurting all the time, you know, why he's getting banged up. You know, you're asking him to go up there and guard guys that weigh 30, 40 pounds more than him, you know. So if they go out and get somebody, you know, I, like I said, I have no insight. This is just my personal opinion. Um, go out and get some size. You know, go out there and you know, go out there and find somebody that's six eight, six nine that can play the four, the five that can that can rebound the basketball for you. You don't have a lot of options, but I'm sure there's someone out there that you can get that can give you 15, 20 minutes. Or how about this? How about play some of the guys that's in your G League? I was just gonna. I was how about just gonna play get to that. Sino with Sonoga? Sonogo. Yeah. How about play him? How about give him an opportunity? How about push? You know, letting uh, Ob uh, Batine. How about giving him a chance to see what he can do shooting wise? You know, you have these guys on your roster. Is uh is Derek Favor still on the down He's there? He's still on there, yeah. Yeah. How about bringing him up? An NBA player who's got, you know, nine, ten years' experience. How about bring him up and let him see what he can do as your four or five and 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 give you some minutes? I'm sure he can do do better than what, you know, than what we have right now. I tell you what. Calling the Windy City Bulls game, Sonogo gets a double double every night. The kid works hard, tireless on the offensive glass. He would not hurt you if you put him out there for ten to twelve minutes a game. That's the problem, though, Mark. It's like either you know you got to Billy just didn't have a lot of confidence in anybody that's not in his top six rotation. I mean, it's, it's very obvious. Like if you're not in the top six rotation, you probably won't see a lot of playing time unless you're forced in action. Like we had all those injuries, and here comes you know here comes Drummond. You know Drummond Drummond. It tells you the worth of Andre Drummond. Everybody wanted Andre Drummond, okay? If everybody wants Andre Drummond to trade, why is he not playing on our team? What does that say about, you know, our rotations and what we're doing with him? Everyone wants a center. Everybody wants a, you know, the Lakers wanted him. Philly wanted him. You know, uh, Oklahoma City wanted him. I mean, you know, Utah. I mean, all these teams want this guy, but for whatever reason, he can't find any playing time on our team, except when it's, you know, when it's forced minutes, he gets out there and plays. But – I mean, he gives you a double-double. Look at his stats last night. Can we pull up the stats from last night? Okay, there are 10, 10 points and 15 rebounds last night yeah. against the Cavaliers. Now, I don't need Andre Drummond to give me 20 points like he did, you know, when he was starting. 10 points, a double-double? He's giving you 15 rebounds. He gives you a steal and a block, and pretty much a steal and block every night. Right. So that, that to me, is, is worth he should be getting at least 20, 25 minutes a night. You know, and like I said, Billy, the way they use him right now is when they play a big lineup, Bulls play big, you know, big four and five. When they play a, a lineup that's more, you know, more what the league is seeing today, they play, you know, Alex Crusoe at the power forward spot or Torrey Craig at the power forward spot and they bring him off the bench. Just start him. Let the other teams match up to you. So you look at, look at, his, look at his numbers here. So four out of the five games – he got double-digit rebounds. Right. Okay. Now the Magic game, he got four fouls like in the first half. So I, that was that was a, that was an aberration right there. Throw that out the out the way. But you look at sixteen points, sixteen rebounds against the T Wolves, who are number one, two, three team in the in, in the, the West. West. Yeah. Grizzlies twenty-one points, thirteen rebounds. The Hawks seven and eleven. And I, I'd be interested to show like if we had the minutes. 
how many minutes because that's where he these are efficient numbers for the minutes that he's right. playing. It's not like he, oh he played 40 minutes or he played 35. This could be some of these games he played 26, 25 and put up these numbers. So there's a reason why teams and he's going to be a, a, a he's going to make some money this summer as a free agent. No, there's no he, question. He's going to make some money because at worst case scenario, the Philadelphia 76ers is going to be knocking down his door because they have no viable backup for you know Joel Embiid right now. They got some guys who are who are decent, but they're not. They don't rebound like like Andre Drummond does. They they can't hold down the fort like Andre Drummond does. So yeah, I just want to give a shout out to my guy Adama Sinogo. He's going to be representing yep. the Bulls. He's the only representative for the Bulls at All Star Weekend. He's going to play in the G League next up All Star. Good game. for him. Yeah, hard so, worker deserves it. Kid plays hard. Uh, I, I'd like to see him play more. You know, um, I like to see him get. I like to see him and the team get up a little some opportunities to play, right. especially during this stretch where we're gonna. You know, you got Kobe White first of all playing. You know, lead the league in minutes. Him and Demar, and you can tell some nights Kobe's tired. You know, and it'd be nice to see some of these other guys get an opportunity. But team is a, is a big time European forward. He's he's big time. People know him. He, he's in the Euro League, which is the equivalent to the NBA. People know this kid. They know he can play, but you know, Bulls fans don't know if he can play. Unless you follow him on the you know the G League team, it'd be nice to see him get some minutes and, and as a shooter, which we need most nights. We need shooting and to see what he can do. So we get a week off until the Bulls take on the Boston Celtics coming up next Thursday. We'll see if they can make a run. But as we showed you the schedule, they've got some tough games tough coming games, up. Tough. We're going to talk football next, but first I want to tell you about our good buddy Jeff Bukovic and Nationwide Insurance. When it comes to insurance for your auto home and business, make sure you contact a good friend, someone who treats you like royalty, our buddy Nationwide agent Jeff Vukovic. You can reach him at jeffvuk.com. That's jeffvuk.com. The phone number, 847-825-4783. And it's the last time you're going to be able to enjoy the jingle for a week or so. But if you call me, if you have my personal number, America, I will I will definitely sing it to you. If you want this to be a ringtone, we have ways it. of making it happen. I will sell it to you, okay? But in the meantime, here we go. This is for all the ladies out there who are lonely on Valentine's Day. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm here to tell you, you don't have to be lonely anymore. Just call Stacy. Nationwide. Is on your side. Woo! And for only $99.99, you can get that personally recorded exactly. by Stacey King. Cameo. If you need me to come over, that'll be $100. <laughs> that'll be one penny more. It's like in the free I'll rub your things. feet. No, 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 not rub your feet. <laughs> no, no. You, be careful what you're getting yourself into. You got to have your own. All right, we're going to talk a little football. We come back. The Super Bowl is over. The Bears are thinking about what they're going to do at quarterback, that, and a whole lot more when Give Me the Hot Sauce rolls on. <laughs> we're back on Give Me the Hot Sauce. I'm sure everybody watched the Super Bowl. It was entertaining to go to overtime. Kind of dull, really, for about two and a half quarters, but then it got going at the uh, at the end. The Swifties, baby. Yeah, Swifties the were Swifties were in chill. They were in form, baby. And, you know, the commercials are always fun. And the funniest thing was, you know, Tim retired. His Christopher Walken impersonation. No, it was week. he was forced to quit. <laughs> and yet, did you see the commercial? Yes. The yes. whole world impersonating Christopher <laughs> see Walken. See how he set that up? Yeah. Wow. You, you try to get out, but they keep dragging you back in. That's right. <laughs> oh, no! 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 America! I was ready for one for Mike Tyson, though. Where was he? Oh, no. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. No, no, no. Mike Tyson no. did not appear in no. any I Super loved, Bowl. I love Doritos. <laughs> oh, wow. Had him in there. Oh, my God. No, Pepsi stop. Pepsi and Doritos. No, that's, no. that's, that's no, enough. No, that's yeah, enough. we've heard enough. It's, it's but, yeah, Christopher Walken's in a new movie. I mean, he's oh, everywhere. Yeah. The guy's 80. What is he? He said he's 81. 81. Still going strong, even yeah. even with Whispers impersonation trying to kill him. Yeah, that's he's, right. Yeah, man. He's yeah. still relevant. He looked good. He looked good. Oh, yeah. He's in that new Beamer looking sharp. What yeah. what'd you think of uh, Matt Damon and uh, or Ben Affleck doing the Dunkings? I, I actually liked it. I <laughs> that thought it was funny. funny. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Yeah. There, the, the commercial. J Lo's reaction was great. The commercials, was the, funny. the commercials yeah. weren't really that good. Yeah, I mean, I, the, you know, the one of my favorites has always been the E Trade Babies. Right when they were right. playing pickleball. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. good. <laughs> I like that one. I like the Dunkings. That was good. Um, but some of them were not. You know, just weren't. They're very good. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. It wasn't a great year for commercials. And I guess was, Kanye West bought, like, I didn't even see his commercial. That was so weird. Did you see it? Oh, yeah, I saw it. It was very he bought, weird. He paid $7 million to to get a, a commercial ad, right? <laughs> I didn't see it. But his reason, people thought he was crazy for buying an ad. What was the ad, Tim? What did he do? Did uh, he have his mask for, on? It was for Yeezys, but only at the end. It, they just kept, like, rotating around his head and showing his messed up tooth, which was weird. And yeah, then, he had something on his lip too. And then he had like a kid sitting on his head, like straddling his head. And you're like, what in the world is going on? <laughs> and that just says Yeezys.com at the end. I'm like, but he's no idea what, what happened. You saw how much he sold though. Well, if it works, I mean, yeah. He, he, it cost him $7 million, I think, to do the commercial, which he didn't really do anything. It was really weird. Okay, it was a wasted, wasted time and space in your mind. But in his what he had pocketed yeah. after all this was over, the, the what, how many how many shoes he sold? They said he sold like three hundred million. Yeah, and that's after he separated from Nike with those Yeezys. Yeah, right. Or so, Adidas. Or Adidas. Yeah, Adidas. right, right. And yeah. so now he's on his own. They said he'll never sell anymore. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he's he, okay. Hey, he made he he made a lot. He showed the receipts. He showed how much money he made off that seven yes. people thought he said you know people said seven million. Why would you spend seven million on a, an individual? Spend seven million on a, on a on a commercial that no one understood. Well, my favorite ad is one I didn't understand till the end of Which all one? time. Is a uh, E-Trade ad. Uh, <laughs> it opens up a garage with these two guys sitting in lawn chairs and a monkey on top of a garbage can with a boombox and hitting the garbage can with sticks. Do you remember this? Vaguely, It yeah. runs for like 30 seconds. And then at the end it says, we just blew two million bucks. What are you spending your money on? Oh, but, trade. You know, so so <laughs> but you're watching so, it and going, so what is going yeah, on so here? the commercial was the monkey beating on the drums. Yeah, with these two old guys sitting in the chairs doing, you know, kind of rocking. 
And you're like, what is happening here? What is this? That's, that's the way I felt about it. Got the, your uh, attention. Yeah. So you're that's watching it. And, and people are talking about it, mm-hmm. which is what, you know, Kanye West. Now, I saw him in the airport. I guess he was in the airport. He had got into an argument about his wife. You know, they were talking about what he makes his wife wear and all this stuff. And he got into some argument with some, like, celebrities, Shaq, and, you know, about his with, with his, the clothes his wife wears. Because a lot of times, he'll have a mask on. She'll have a mask on. She'll be in, like, big shoulder pads and just look like the Michelin people. And um, But he, he was in the airport walking. I don't know if he's got, like, fake teeth, gold teeth or something. But he had something on his lip. Man, it looked like a speed bag. You know, it was just like, and you, you you don't even listen to what he was saying, no, Mark. You're sitting there focused on this. Like, you remember Uncle Buck when the lady, the principal had the mole on her face? And so, so <laughs> Uncle a Buck. Quarter. Yeah. Uncle Buck's like, yeah, you know, and he's talking about his daughter his, or his niece. And he's saying, no, she's only six years old, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, you know, I mean. And he said something about the mole in the conversation. Yeah, it'd be nice if she would just get that mole. I mean, no, I mean, you know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he, he throws mole out there, and subconsciously he throws it out there. And then he says, "Here's a quarter. Once you once you go get somebody go down downtown, to, down, to have a rat gnawed off." Face. That's kind of what it was when you're watching Kanye's lip. It was like some kind of like bubble on his lip or something. Like he had been burned by something hot. It was nasty. It's nasty. So you never know what kind of references you're going to get here on Give Me the Hot Sauce. Who would have guessed in episode 160, whatever it is, that you'd hear an Uncle Buck story. But there there you go. Uncle Buck. Well, classic. Full service. Hey, it won't cost you $7 million to get a bottle of Stacy's Signature Sauce. Tim, why don't you tell the folks how they get a bottle? Well... You got. Uh, <laughs> you need some copy to, no, to refresh yeah, your memory. Yeah, no, I think we can See, when he's it. not when he's not when he's not walking, yeah. you don't know what to do. He's not bringing yeah, it. Yeah, uh, no, no. I, I was going to tell. You know, right, we have ahead. to make some decisions here okay, for this show. Okay, go ahead. We got a couple of things coming up this summer that okay. we had decided we're going to the windy city. Don't Smoke don't out. do it on the air. We don't make decisions on the air. Those are those are high level meetings. Yeah, but afterwards. maybe someone's going to call in because one of the things we're going to start adding as part of the hot sauce promotions is the question of the week. So oh, email us at info at gimmethehotsauce.com. If you're the question of the week, we're going to send you some hot sauce. But Ooh. it has to be something really good. An Uncle yeah. Buck reference about a mole? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It can be about <laughs> guacamole, mole, mole. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it has to be something good, something, you know. That's, uh, where, yeah. where can they send these questions, Tim? Info at give me that. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hotsauce.com. So mm. That's a big... It should be up on the screen. G-I-M-M-E, hotsauce.com. Info is I-N-F-O. That's right, Mark. Info at... Mark's like an English teacher here. The at sign. Give me the hot sauce. H-O-T. Okay. And, you, and you've so, got a hamster back in your office is going to be screening these? Well, we'll see. A hamster? DD might have to go through them. Uh, but ask, you can ask any question. It can be uh, about sports. Ask us sports, anything. About the Bulls. The, yeah. Personal you know, lives. Yeah. You know, you know, anything. Ron Jeremy questions. What happened whatever. to Angry Byron? Yeah, Angry yeah, Byron. Anything like that. 49ers firing their D.C. today. That's Steve a bunch Wilkes of bullshit. Seriously, Seriously Yeah, you know what? Shanahan, listen. 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 You guys lost. You lost because of the punt. The defense did their job. They can't. They listen. You some of your best players were out. They're they're one of their top middle linebackers tears his Achilles just running into the game. So what does that say? <laughs> I mean, seriously, how how often do you ever see that happen? 
Yeah, never. That you know, I mean, come on, man. It was like somebody shot him. He was, you know, he's getting ready, he's bouncing on the sideline, and they and, and they were doing a good job on the Chiefs at that point. And he just stretches and starts to run, and it's like somebody shot him. He falls on the ground. And I go, Oh, he tore his Achilles. They're like, No, he didn't, no, he didn't. I'm like, he tore his Achilles. Oh, yeah. And sure enough, he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And that was that was a huge piece missing from their defense. Because he's the guy that can also run with Kelsey. He's fast enough to run with Kelsey. And without him mm-hmm. being out there, you had Fred, you know, Warner, he had to do it. And he's not as fast as as Greenleaf or Greenball, whatever his name is. And that hurt him. And then that that punt, that punt. And how about this? Not knowing the overtime rules. I didn't even know the overtime rules. I ain't going to lie. America. Yeah, but, but the professional football team America, has to America, know the America, rules. America, America, America. First of all, first of all, I ain't going to lie. I didn't know the rules either. Okay. I just thought first team scores wins if it wasn't a touchdown. Right. If it was a touchdown, it's over. If it was a field goal, field goal the other team gets a chance. Yeah. That's like, what I thought. Like it is in regular. Yeah, that's what I thought. But this endless play, like, oh, my God. Like, put some pressure on the teams. You know, make that clock be a, 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 an ally to one, but also, you know, let that, that clock put some pressure on the other team. Because now you got the 49ers go down and score, boom, boom. And then now let the clock be, you know, let the clock put Kansas City in, well, in hold a situation. On though, hold on, though. That was the crime of the game, in my opinion, on the coaching thing. When it was uh, when they had their third down, third and four, and they go for the passing play when you're destroying them with the running game. Because either you're going to play field position. Well, they had go got the stuff score. to play before. Yeah, yeah. But but then still, you got your opportunities. You can't just change your And it's whole a touchdown if somebody blocks point. Chris Jones. They just let him run. Yeah, yeah. it's a touchdown. He yeah. had two touchdowns well, sure, but, on that play. He had two guys wide open. He had yeah. I, I knew uh, on a slant wide open. Yeah, he beat but nobody the blocked Chris Jones. Yeah, well, my point Chris, is, it's oh, a that was like setup. one of those things, Mark, where you're playing like 1,001, 1,002. <laughs> yeah. You go get the quarterback. Yeah. He didn't even count. He, didn't count, he no. just walked no. right in. I mean, he that came in terrible. so fast. Purdy, I mean, Purdy had no choice but to get rid of the ball. It's a sack. And right then, you knew they were going to lose. Yeah. When they yeah, had to settle for a field goal. Yeah. yeah. And then the lineman going to try to blame the other lineman. Yeah, it put him out there on blast the day, yeah. the next day. Yeah, it was his fault. <laughs> he didn't block the guy. Well, no one asked you whose fault it was. You know, it, no one asked you who's to blame. Right. It, you know, the, the assignment was blown. You don't throw your teammate under the bus. Unless you're D blaming yeah, Cisco. Yeah, unless you're, yeah, you unless you're D blaming Cisco. For the graphics. Yeah, the graphics. Oh, yeah, that yeah. Dig Dug uh, calendar, that Pac-Man <laughs> calendar, that Atari, cal- that Atari calendar was Francisco's. And I'm sure Francisco's somewhere listening. Yeah. Listening in his, in his house. He's sobbing somewhere. How yeah. did he, he put me on front street like that? Oh, my goodness. Wow. One of the other things that was going on throughout the two-week buildup to Super Bowl 58 was the Bears situation. Oh. Every show I turned on, they weren't talking about the Super Bowl. They were talking about should the Bears draft Caleb Williams Man. or keep Justin Fields. It's crazy. Listen, we got two more months of this. I'm going to tell you something. That's the first time the Bears have been relevant outside yeah, right. of Chicago. <laughs> Seriously, you don't hear people talking about the Bears all the time. Now. Every I, single thing is uh, where to be ESPN, Fox. Yeah. Everybody's talking about what the Bears are going to do. If they don't do this, they should do this. I mean, if you're the Chicago Bears, like, hey, somebody's paying attention to us. But you know, what are you going to do with all this information? What are you going to do with all these people paying attention? Are you gonna are you gonna trade the pick? You know, what are you going to do? Because you get mixed readings from them. Like they seem like they're going to keep Justin Fields. You know, when you listen to their press conference, Warren came out and said right. something. He did an interview with Jared Payton. And basically yeah. it was like, 
basically saying he's my guy. You know, yeah, yeah, he did. in a roundabout yeah. way, he said he's my guy, and he's the guy ahead of you know ahead of the GM and all the yeah, other people. Yeah. Ibra Flus. So if that guy is making you seem like he's my I'm guy, I'm sure Ryan Poles wasn't very happy listening no, to that interview. No, but I mean, hey, listen, you don't ever hear Warren talk too much. I mean, Warren just no, like, he no. chills. So for him to come out and basically be in support of Justin Fields and basically said it in all but a roundabout way. He's my guy. Yeah, he said he's improved in every area, and we're yes. glad he's with a member of the Chicago Bears. Exactly. Now, unless he, unless he's like, you know, he's just throwing people a, a curveball, and we're Double all looking agent, for a trying to and, trade. And him. He basically, he's like saying, "Yeah, we're supporting him now, but you know, we're gonna, you know, <laughs> deep down, we all know we're going to do behind closed doors. We're yeah. trading his ass to Pittsburgh, okay? <laughs> but I'm, a, I'm going to tell you, man. Listen, you know, I, I heard Merle Hodge, and I don't know how much stock you take into Merle Hodge, but Merle Hodge knows football. Yeah. Okay. He does. Listen, just like you know, just like Mel Kiper and all these guys. They have they've had home runs and they've had huge misses when they've evaluated some of the talent that they evaluate. So a lot of people just remember the misses they got. Oh, he was wrong about this guy, wrong about this guy. He this guy said, listen, I've watched probably, you know, I watched not enough tape on Caleb Williams, but I've watched a lot. So you watch like six games. Six games. Yeah. And he said, from what I'm seeing right now, the six games that I've seen, he's nothing special. Yeah. Okay. And he said the same thing about uh, Bryce. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Uh, young mm-hmm. in in uh, Charlotte, in Charlotte, um, he's like, hey, he's too small. Like he's if if I'm if I'm a GM, I'm taking CJ Stroud. I think CJ Stroud is a franchise quarterback. I think, and he and you go back and look at it. He said these things, and what happened? I mean, it's still early. I mean, Bryce Young can probably could turn it around and be a really good quarterback, but he wasn't last year. And the guy called it before the draft. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna listen to Merrill Hodge. So this debate's going to rage on for another two months and watch. They'll get up to the podium. The Bears select Jaden Daniels, quarterback LSU. Oh, my God. Hey. It could happen. They did it with Trubisky, you know, back in 17. Oh, man. That, see, this is, this is the problem with, with, the, with the, you know, this drafting guys because who are you listening to? Right. Like, you know, right. you're going to go to this combine. Okay, you're gonna go to a combine. You're gonna see these guys. Are you gonna are you gonna base it what they do in a combine on their pro day? Like, oh my God, no, he looked no. good in shorts. But they want to they want to have dinner with the kid and find out what he's all about because he's he's come across as, as kind of cocky in a lot of different forms. Caleb Williams. Oh yeah, he has. Yeah. But I mean, when you won like him, he's won a Heisman. You know, he's been the best player in college football for for a few years. You know, why wouldn't he? I mean, got a ten million dollar condo in L.A. Yeah, yeah, and he's he's a he's not even and a cat. Yeah, two cats. Oh, my bad. But but he's a kid that has a. I mean, listen, a lot of the great quarterbacks in this league have confidence in themselves. Yeah, they yeah. you want those guys. You know, they 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 breed confidence. Brett Favre did it. You know, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers has supreme confidence. It's the ones who stink with supreme confidence that you don't want. Right, and, and those are hard to find. So. I don't even know if an interview process, a, a guy is on their best behavior in the interview process, okay? Like, if I was running a pro day and I was running a combine, okay? And let's say say a guy runs a 4-3 in the 40, a 4-2-5 in the 40 in shorts and nothing else, okay? Well, you're not going to be playing in Soldier Field with shorts and a T-shirt on, you know, looking like a Hooters girl. You're going to have pads on. <laughs> 
You're going to have a helmet on. I want to see what you run a 40 with pads on. Now, if you run a 425 40 in full gear, now we're talking. If you throw, <laughs> you could throw a football 80 yards with no pads on, but I put pads on you and you throw the football 80 yards, I'm drafting you. I mean, you can make all the throws, all the pro quarterback throws with pads on and, and you know, just I can see you really work. Yeah. But if, you know, you out there in T-shirts and shorts. What about the guy in Napoleon Dynamite who could throw it over a mountain? Yeah, the Uncle, 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 uh, Uncle Rico. Uncle Rico? Yeah, Uncle Rico? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Uncle Rico, you can just tell. Look at him. He just looks like a pervert. I ain't drafting Uncle Rico. Another outdated movie reference here. Yeah, see? Hey, did you see the news today? The Bears cut two of their veterans, uh, Eddie Jackson and Cody Whitehair. Both got their walking papers. They freed wow. up $21.5 million in cap space. They're going to have like $54 million to spend in free agency. Well, that's it's not surprising about Eddie Jackson, you know, because Eddie Jackson kind of slipped last year. He wasn't the same Eddie Jackson that we'd seen in the past, and and uh, they got some other players that are younger. That yeah, are, they draft that, a yeah, lot they of safety. They draft a lot of safety. So, um, Poles has got some some reinforcements that are cheaper, you know, and so I know Eddie Jackson will end up somewhere, and he'll be playing on like a contender. And then he'll be, you know, we'll all be looking back. We had Eddie Jackson. We should have kept him. Fire poles. <laughs> Eddie Jackson's got 10 interceptions for, for the, for the uh, whoever's going to be good next year. He'll be on Kansas the Raiders. City. He'll be on Kansas City. Yeah. Be, Eddie Jackson yeah. be on Kansas City. You know, he's all pro Eddie Jackson. We had him. We let him go. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And last thing on the Bears, what do you think about the whole stadium thing? It seems, sounds Woo! like they're really leaning towards staying in the city now. Well, because Arlington yeah. Heights High, dropped the bag, bro. Yeah, they the bought. They bought that property. They, they yeah. knocked down the grandstand. It's like well, well. They, they, I don't. I don't think they own the property yet. They, yeah, they, they do own they it. Own it. Yeah. They yeah. own it. They own it. So they they knocked down this horse track, <laughs> which was making them some money. Right. Okay. To 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 try to entice the bears to come. Okay. Watch, watch them build another but, a horse but the, racing track. But the tracker. taxes, the taxes, they up the taxes <laughs> because didn't the bears evaluate what the taxes would be, how much it would be, like sixty million or something? Yeah. And then they came back and Arden Tyson said, "No, it's worth one hundred and sixty million. Something went wrong. Yeah, badly. Somebody, somebody jacked the price up. Yeah. Because because there's no way in the world the bears would even committed to that if you hadn't gave them that first number. Okay, you had to give them that first number for them to even think about coming here. Okay, sixty million. Okay, we can work with that. Then someone said, "Wait a minute, hey, that's Chicago Bears. Look at all the money they're going to generate. All the people are going to be coming every weekend, yeah. and they're going to build this off the off the cuff stadium that people want to come to." Let's jump up the prices by a hundred million. <laughs> yeah, Bob, that's That'll a work. good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, you're talking about Kevin Warren in that same interview. He made it pretty clear that. Bears fans like be, like it being in the city. We like being in the city. They like to build a stadium, you know, with the with the high rise backdrop yeah. and all the rest of that stuff. I, so I, I like it, it in Arlington Heights. Well, yeah, from where you live, <laughs> I like it in the city. Drive. I like it in the city. I think it should be in the city. I think you know if they can make it uh, a modern day type of stadium where you can see the backdrop. Because when I, I think they're, they're going to have a roof on the thing. Like, yeah, he said no retractable roof. It's going to be a fixed dome. No. That's what they I, built I, in the only, Minneapolis. The only, the only thing I don't like, roof. I don't like about that. Yeah. I think because of Chicago's known for the the winter tundra. Yeah, how's that worked the out? The monsters of the... Okay, Mark, that's uncalled for. How many you, Super Bowls if they wanted know, bear weather? Hold on, man. You just messed up my, my whole monologue, <laughs> dude. You stopped me in mid-sentence, Okay. <laughs> But anyway, before Mark just rained on my parade, <laughs> I, it'd be nice to have a retractable. You retract it when it's yeah, nice outside. Yeah, no, I agree. And then when it gets cold, you close it. 
Warren made it clear. He said, no matter where they build it, it's going to be a fixed dome. Well, all right. Well, listen, not my money. You just lost your vote. Ain't my money. (laughs) Hey, man. Hey, shout out to to the Bears Hall of Famers, baby. We got to forget about those guys. No, we didn't forget about it. Steve Mongo McMichael. Congratulations, Congratulations big guy. Oh, man. Hey, my prayers go out to you and your family, buddy. Uh, Devin Hester. Uh, definitely deserved to be on the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think him being being put in the Hall of Fame now is going to open up for other special team people. You know, Ray Guy should have been in there a long, long time ago. He's been mm-hmm. he was an all time greatest player right. of all yep. time. There's no way in the world. Listen, you can't just cut off special teams guys. They played in the NFL. If they played in the NFL and they produced at a high level, they should be in the Hall of Fame. Ray Guy should definitely be in there. I tell you, something else should be in there too is uh, uh, Everson Walls from Dallas Cowboys. Right. I did. I thought he was in the Hall of Fame for that's the longest. A, that's the toughest Hall of Fame to get in. Yeah, and that's how it should be because the basketball Hall of Fame is terrible. Right, you, everybody you know, gets in. Basketball Hall of Fame is if you you know you went to Sonic and had a burger and you scored a couple <laughs> of buckets, you're in the Hall of Fame because they combine college and pro, and it shouldn't be that way. It should be you should have a college Hall of Fame, and just like in in college, you have to be worthy to be in the Hall of Fame. You got to be at least you got to be a consensus first team All American. And it's the internationals, yeah. Yeah. women, uh, yeah, everything. everybody's yeah. in there. You know, every uh, the Pop Warner League people are in there. <laughs> you know, the sixth grade coaches' sons in there. Come on, man, make the, the NBA is the NBA Hall of Fame. It should just be NBA, and then I, and I think I think the other stuff. If you want to combine, you know, women and all that other stuff, do that. But the NBA should have its own Hall of Fame, like the NFL has its own Hall of Fame. I'm sorry, baseball has its own Hall of Fame. You should do that. If you want international and you want to include everybody else, then do that. But college and pro is totally different. Professional college. College should have its own Hall of Fame. There's a lot of great college players that should be in the Hall of Fame that are not because they didn't have great pro careers. And they judge on that, and that's not fair. You're not going to put a person in the Hall of Fame because he only played in the NBA two years. But the guy's all-time leading scorer scored over 2,000 points in college, went to the Final Four, won national championship. You ain't going to put him in the Hall of Fame. That's crazy. Yeah. Stacey King, commissioner for all sports. Man, they should. Right I'm here. Telling you heard you, it right I'm here. I'm telling you, boy, they need to make me something. Somebody's <laughs> boss. I'm changing stuff. I'm changing stuff right now. We're making changes for the better. Hey, we're coming back. Tell you what we're watching and whatever else we can think of. Maybe some Woo! more outdated movie references when uh, Give Me the Hot Sauce continues. Hey, we've been enjoying a crazy month of February weather-wise. This is fantastic. I was looking at the oh, extended forecast. It's amazing. They're not predicting any snow for the entire month of February. Oh, that's what I'm talking which about. Which is great. Why, why are Couple people bitching about global warming? It's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. I know. It's hard to figure the weather that we've had this month, you know, and, and they're uh, predicting a couple of 50 degree days next week. So. What, did, what did, yeah. did the groundhog do? Did they do the groundhog day? Yeah, no, did. I didn't see a shadow. So they we're did. supposed to get an early spring. Yeah. Oh, we got it already. You know, it's, it's been great. You don't have to go to Florida, Whispers. You got yeah, it right we're here. right here together. Me and you. <laughs> yeah, You'd have a cookout or something at your house? Yeah. How about I will. I'm not inviting you guys. Wow. <laughs> how about the trigger grill? How about we fire up the trigger grill, have some ribs? Some burgers. Let's have you know. Let's have some fun with the. Give me the hot sauce crew, man. Is that this weekend or next? Whenever you, whenever you, we can, you do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm down for whatever. That's uh, probably overdue. Yeah, man. I saw you. Know, He's I'm, resigned himself to it. Oh shit, I got. Uh, yeah, damn, we got a lot man. of extra barbecue. But first, sauce. But, but first of all, he's got to check with Maureen. Nothing goes down without the without the president, the queen. The queen tells him what he can do, what he can't do. Yeah. She, he'll say, "Honey, we don't have a barbecue. No, we're not." Okay, honey, I'll tell everybody. It starts, yeah. it starts with, what can I do for you? Yeah, what can I do for you? You know, that's how it is. You got to know, you know, hey, you got you to keep a happy home over there at the yeah. Kelly household. Yeah, it's so, easy. Tim, have you ever made a trip down to, for spring training? Take that in and all? Oh, yeah. Well, I used to live down there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah down in uh, Tempe. 
before he well, committed two the years. crime, before he committed the crime of stalking. And now he's, you know, he wasn't allowed to go back out for like 10 years, but it's over now. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. I went to a lot of games down there. So you more Cubs fan or White Sox fan? More Cubs, but I, I'm going to, you know, the Cardinal sin, I, I do follow both teams and I go to both parks because it's a good time either way. Are they ever going to sign Bellinger? I mean, what's going on? I mean, they, they, Scott Boris has def- just got he's definitely back. He he shut down the the whole baseball thing. Well, he's that got, buzz. Uh, there's like a hundred free agents that haven't signed yet. Well, they said he's too old, Bellinger. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, but they're saying that he's right on that cusp where he had this great year and now, and so it looks like the Cubs definitely have the best shot at him. Well, well, hopefully it doesn't better, boomerang. You know? hey, that was a strange. They thing better to get him out. Yeah, they got to. They, they better get him. Hey, boy, they need lefty baby. That dude was. That dude had a MVP type of season last year. Yeah, he was a well, monster. Well, it was just like uh, the thing that came out. Sorry to go back to the Bears, but I don't know if you saw that. The story about that insider saying on the draft night with Mahomes and Trubisky that uh, that Pace went and locked himself in a room after the consensus was Mahomes, and they didn't know what he was going to do, and he just went with Trubisky. Who? How true is that? I, I don't think that's true. Who? It's kind of Pace. A, who? I was like, is that is that actually what happened? No, I, no, I no, 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 no. Who, who did this? The former GM, Ryan Pace. They're saying that the, the building consensus was Mahomes. He went into his office, no, locked he, the door, and called in. Yeah. Called After in. the fact, yeah, blaming on the guy who's not the there. Is he, yeah. they, hey, they toss his ass <laughs> under the bus. But I want to believe that story. Well, you know yeah. what? Mahomes is coming out of Texas Tech. They're playing that run-and-shoot style, throw, mm-hmm. throwing 50, 60 passes a game. Nobody knew how well Mahomes was going to translate to the NFL. Kansas City took a leap of faith. They traded up to get him. And a lot of people are wondering, why would you trade up? I mean, he, his college stats are kind of questionable. And then he set, then he set out the first year. You had yeah, Alex, Alex Smith. Smith played, yeah. Okay, if you go back to that draft, they, it's funny that we say this because they just showed something the other day. I don't know what shit channel it was on, but all the people who were against Patrick Mahomes' draft, you know, from mm-hmm. Shannon Sharp to, like, all these talking heads that talk football, Michael Irvin, all these guys, and they were saying that, you know, he's unpredictable, he, you know, he's not going to do this at the next level. Yeah, yeah. And they were just killing the kid. And then the general manager, when he drafted him, you know, he he had to explain why he was drafting him at the time because he and he said we feel like this this kid is a franchise quarterback. We feel like we're going to have multiple Super Bowls with this this quarterback. And he said all these things when they had drafted him. And then they fast forward to where they are now. He's won three Super Bowls. He's been to what four? He lost one. Lost one. Yeah. Okay. Three and one. So he's been to four Super Bowls. So the 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 general manager was. It was a profit. And, and with revisionist history, most Bear fans were upset they didn't take Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson got off such, such great service. Well, that's what I thought Texas. they were taking at the time. Yeah. But well, they uh, never even met with him. That's the other story yeah, that came out. Yeah. They never had dinner with yeah. the kid. Yeah, they never had dinner with him. And then, you know, they, they brought him up on there when the, when the like in the middle of the week, they wanted to have like, like a dinner with them and all the massage parlors were closed. So that's why they weren't. Oh, oh I didn't know that. That's inside information. Oh, I'm sorry. Da, 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 da. I'm sorry, America. So that's what he happened. came up on a Tuesday. Now we know. Yeah, now we know. Happened. Yeah, he was supposed oh, to come on a Tuesday. All, all right. the massage parlors was closed. The purple lotus and, was oh, closed. Oh, man. That, we oh, always man. wondered why they wow. never met with Deshaun Watson. If they would have only been on the weekend we when the massage parlors were open. Uh, the pink orchid was uh, early oh, hours Oh, the velvet taco. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hey, trying to trying to reclaim uh, control of the show. Uh, getting back to baseball, I got some uh, good friends that are White Sox fans. That's okay. why I see which team you go for. Yeah, uh, going into this season, I mean, th- everybody they signed was either a cast off, coming <laughs> off an injury, coming back from Korea. It's like <sighs> you know. Weird. And then Pedro Grafal gets in front of the media when the pitchers and catchers report. He goes, 
He goes, well, losing 101 games last year really rocked my world. I'm like, <laughs> really? That's, that's your message for your fans? How about the catcher they got who can't stand up? I mean, oh, Maldonado? Yeah. He can't stand up. Wasn't he just in Mexico or something? He, he, he had surgery? He got, <laughs> he got knees replaced? No, I mean, he was playing in the Mexican League. No, uh, no, no, no. Oh, he wasn't? No. Oh, that was just a joke? That they were saying? Oh, that's not he a good joke. He was so gullible. Wow, he <laughs> fell for the old banana in the tailpipe trick. Yeah, no, actually, I was laughing when I heard it on the radio. Yeah, like, you know yeah, you just, know what? Because you listen. start thinking about those movies with, uh, um, what's his name? Hey, uh, listen, Brendan man. Fraser. Like, so he's going to be back there in a wheelchair is what yeah. you're saying. Well, listen, it sounds like it. Get some springs on those knees. Oh my God! WD forty, <laughs> an airbag under his. Yeah, yeah the, the manager. Come on, man. Yeah. And he's gonna rely on Tony Larusa some more. Yeah, I saw that expert advice. Yeah, expert advice. Yeah. Is, is he awake? The one the one shot I saw him, he was standing behind the, the catchers. Didn't have any gear on, so Paul gets away. Wow! Look out, he's Tony. Done. <laughs> Lights <laughs> out. Done. Lights out. Exactly. <laughs> Dirt nap. Listen, on man, third base. Man. Oh man, I don't know about the White Sox, man. I don't. I don't know. Are they in a rebuild? Definitely in a rebuild. Chris Getz, the new general manager. Is that actually a rebuild? Yeah. Or is that just a further teardown? Well, they, a lot of guys are gone who have been there the last few years. Mainstays. What was the same as they were going to get a lot of grinders? Yeah, well, they got that. Uh, yeah, a lot of grinders. What are they grinding? Uh, they grinding coffee <laughs> soon. If they, don't, if they, don't start with, if they don't start putting some consistency over there. Man, because they're talking about getting a new stadium. They're hoping to. It's yeah. a race between them and the Bears. Who gets that yeah. uh, who choice gets that, property? Yeah, who gets that choice property? Yeah. yeah. Well, you already know who's going to get that choice property. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd be NFL. It'd NFL, be NFL. Rules NFL. It'll be NFL. It ain't going to be the NFL because uh, the P, the powers that be, right. it's already scripted. Yep. I'm with you. All right. So that's enough baseball for now. We got, Thank we you. Got, we got six more months to Whoa. talk about that. Let's talk Whoa. about what we're watching. Whispers, what do you got to start us off? Well, I uh, I did watch that beekeeper. That's great. But Told uh, you. you already talked about it. But I did. Uh, I was just thumbing through the on demand. I'm like, you know what? I like those old Indiana Jones movie. I picked. Yeah, up I the mentioned new that one. last week. It was great. Yeah, it was surprisingly good. It was excellent, and uh, I love the woman in there. You know. Oh, she, she was great. She was yeah. really good. And but do you think you know? There's no way you can pull this off again at his age. Yeah. And he pulls it off. I mean, he's a great actor. I wonder what the shooting schedule was like because they had to be really careful to make sure that they didn't overtax him. But the way the scenes were shot, it it came off really well. Yeah, really well done and and good storyline and how they tied it into the past with the still bringing the Nazis and everything. Well, the way the movie started was great. Remember I told you with the the AI and stuff? Mm -hmm. He's coming back. Very well done. And that same personality, like, too many Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> why did it have to be snakes? Yeah, yeah. Why did it have to be snakes? I can see. I can see him come back and doing another one. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. And then oh. you got something else for us, whispers, right? Oh, Alexander too. Uh, I love those uh, docu dramas yep. that they're doing now. I watch Cleopatra, and then Alexander is kind of like the same type of deal where they have historians mm-hmm. and talking about his conquests, and you know, from you know, whatever eighth grade the stories, but. They do a great job with it, except for the fact they, I noticed in all these things are adding in all the, the uh, Hollywood stuff that, that now he was gay back then. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Why did they even throw that in there? Is it even yeah. relevant to the whole story? But nonetheless, uh, I mean, what a, what a story, what he did. And uh, you forget the details that, you know, he impregnated the King of Persia's wife and uh, had a child and uh, um, they died. But nonetheless, um, the child and the mother. Yeah, but he's talking about destroying the guy's mentality. First beating him in battle, stealing his wife. She falls in love with him, and then he impregnates her, and that news gets back to the king of Persia, and he just... It he, just killed him. he killed his wife? 
No, no, she died in childbirth. Oh, okay. Is this the same Alexander that um, Colin uh, Farrell was in? Yeah, he made? yeah. So it's the same I thought character. you were about to say Kaepernick. <laughs> yeah, no, no, Colin Farrell. Remember that he made Alexander <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, but exactly. that's the same guy. Yeah, they, they and that was very well done too. By yeah, the that was that was good. I like that one because he was always outnumbered by tens of thousands of troops. So there's no chance he's winning any of these battles, and he created all these strategies to basically strike fear in them to make them run. And uh, I won't ruin it for people, but it's very well done. So Whisper's been busy. He's got all kinds yeah, of recommendations. That's why we're not going to Florida because he's too busy. Like, <laughs> too much TV right. to watch. Can't too go. Much, yeah, too yeah, much it's TV. a couple hours of TV. <laughs> wow, man. Yeah. I was looking forward to this trip too. Whole yeah. week off. We were uh, supposed to be there what time today? We're supposed to be there today. I wonder what happened. Man. Just like Whispers. Just like Whispers. Mm-hmm. My fault. So, Stacy, what did you watch when you were in uh, your hotel room in various uh, cities? Uh, in you know, because we get Netflix in the in the uh, yeah. movie. I mean, in the room. So, I, I'm just going back watching uh, Friday Night Lights, the TV. The TV. Oh, version. that's a great show, man! It's one of the yeah. best shows ever. And just going back watching, you know, just because you know you you kind of forget things in the show, and then you go back and watch it, like, oh my god, I remember that. It's a it's a great show to watch, America. If you've never seen Friday Night Lights, oh, some, it's of the, fantastic. some people I, I met somebody said, Oh, I watch All American. I said, Well, All American is just like Friday Night Lights. You know, it's a difference, you know. Yeah, it, and then the actors that came out of there, a lot of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. This it's a great show. I I if you want a good family show, check this show out. It is five seasons of it. So I'm I'm making season three right now. I wish they would have kept it going, but once those kids graduate, right? You, they you try to bring yeah, you guys yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same. Yeah, yeah but they brought in at the end. Michael they brought B. in Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, which kind of catapulted the story his story with him and his dad was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you know, it, it's it's a good show and it's a good family show. So I, I urge all people to check it out. And speaking of a long running show, it is the last year for Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO I with Larry David. And he's really slowed down. You know, they're, they're showing him walking, and he's he's Not showing good. his age. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he's was got to be what seventies. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy that uh, that created Seinfeld yeah, originally. Seinfeld. You know, he was wanted to be the lead role, and they're like, "Well, nobody no, knows who no you one are." Knows who you are? But yeah. he was the one behind all the great storylines that yeah. they had in Seinfeld, and then he finally got a chance to star in his own show, and that show is raunchy and crosses it, it, all it, the it, wrong it, lines. All it is is Seinfeld with radar. Yeah. And it's because it's on HBO, you can go so much further. I mean, they had (laughs) episode two or three, whatever it was last week. He he goes down to Atlanta and and it's during an election and he hands a bottle of water to to a woman in line, which was against the law. So he gets arrested and it just goes on and on. And he's he's, he's so politically incorrect. It's just laugh out loud funny. And he's always always in an argument with somebody. Always, yeah. Well, that's the theme. He's the unintended asshole. Yeah, in every show. But as the show's he going on, he's, he, he's definitely the intended asshole. Yeah, you he's, know? he's hilarious. He's crossed dude. that line. <laughs> right, he's right. hilarious. Did you see the episode? Have you watched all the episodes? Yeah, yeah. The episode when he had he had a girl in his car, and every time he took a girl in his car, she'd have an orgasm. So his car had a certain <laughs> bump in it. So they'd be driving, he, and he's thinking he's going home to get with this girl. Yeah. They go to dinner, and he's all excited, and they get in the car. So, oh, Larry, I can't wait to get home with you. Da, da, da. It was like, I can't wait to get home with you, too. So they get in the car, and his car's bumping. Doo, doo, doo. And she's like, oh, 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 oh. So then he goes, is everything okay? Yes, everything's good. So he's just, and so Larry, they park the car, and she goes, well, Larry, I'm tired right now. I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Gonna, I'm just going to go to sleep. And he goes, what? Wait, you know, Larry, with that screechy voice, what? You're going to go to sleep? Really? Are you serious? She's like, 
I'm just gonna go sleep. I'm tired. I, I'm, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go. To when work. they had a JB yeah. Smooth too. So then JB oh, Smooth. Oh, he's so funny. In that. So JB <laughs> Smooth came in and said in the car, and he goes, J he, I don't know what's his name on the show. Leon. Leon. Leon yeah. He goes, Leon. I, I just don't know what's happening. All these women get in my car. I think we're gonna go <laughs> home and we're gonna have some passionate love making. Blah blah blah. And then they get out of the car and they don't want to see me. And he's like, wow, Larry, I don't know. What, well, let's just ride in the car and find out what's going on. So they're driving. Leon's in the car. All of a sudden, Leon, oh, girl. Oh, girl. Oh, my God. Oh, and he's making all these moaning. And he has an orgasm in the car. He got Larry. It's the car. It's the, best. It's, it's the funniest you know, show, the, wood, the wooden fruit. Who the fuck puts wooden fruit <laughs> in a ball? I bet mean, he chips his tooth. I bet that, yeah. I bet the episode when he fought uh when he fought uh what's her name? Uh uh League of Her Own, the League of Her Own, the, the one that's the the dark hair talks all the time. Oh yeah, uh, uh Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie yeah. O'Donnell yeah, fought yeah, over awesome. the Kocheck. Yeah. They fought over the <laughs> It, it's, it's a so great good, show. Man. If you, if you're not uh, easily yeah. offended, you ch should check it out. If you are easily offended, if you're a Seinfeld don't watch fan, it. If you're a Seinfeld fan and you want a little edge to it, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, it's really fun. Because in the beginning, when it first came out, the first cut was kind of uh, kind of slow. Yeah, and then it started heating up. And they found the, their groove. Yeah, about and they the brought fourth, Leon and they got even better. Fourth fifth, yeah. yes, yeah. That's oh man, yeah, that's, it's the right political environment to go back and watch Palestinian chicken. Oh, is that with Super Dave? Yeah. Is that yeah. Super Dave Super Armstrong? Dave, yeah. 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 The chicken's so good here, I gotta go. Yes. <laughs> that's that he might be in trouble now doing that. That's for sure. Yeah, Especially how that ends. Yeah. <laughs> what happens. Oh my god. It's, it's that's so good though. Because Super Dave passed away, right? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah, he Man. Gone. He was funny on that show. He was great. He was funny on that. They got a good ensemble. Yeah. Great cast. Great no you got to watch it, America. Ted Danson. So we gave, yeah. gave you some great recommendations that you can check out during All-Star Weekend. So no NBA games. You know, check out some of the shows we suggested, and we guarantee you'll have a good time. Uh, Stacy had an unfortunate incident on the way here in terms of your uh, limo ride, but all taken care of, all yes, good? Yes, everything's, everything's good, America. This shows you, the, this shows you the, uh, the ability of Windy City. They make sure that I got here on time. So we had a little. Well, not exactly on time. Yeah, well, you know what, Mark? You know what? <laughs> if you'd have known what had happened, okay. Well, tell the folks what happened. America, America, just had a little, just had a little, little air in the tire, flat tire, but we fixed it. We we moved on. We got here on time. We were a little about thirty minutes late. We we're supposed to we we're supposed to shoot up at uh at uh four o'clock, but you know we made it on time. And so if you ever have that happen to you, this is the like second time I've had some kind of. Remember back like probably about six years ago, I was going to the game. <laughs> And I had a I had a tire trouble at the game, and the game was like a one o'clock game. I think we were playing New Jersey. I and, do remember that. And they, yeah. they were New Jersey before they went to Brooklyn, so we're playing them. And I I missed like the first quarter because I had a, I had some car trouble. And, um, and the story has it. There's a lot of stories, Mark, about that. <laughs> a lot of stories. A lot of people well, said set the record. Yeah, straight. a lot of, a lot of people said, oh, you know, Stacy had a flat tire. Mm -hmm. He had chains on tire. Uh, you know, Stacy didn't know it was a one o'clock game, and uh, yeah. you know he was late because he thought it was a three o'clock game. What's the real story? Well, America, the real story. Dun, 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 dun. I thought it was a three o'clock game. It was one o'clock. <laughs> there it is. The old that, flat tire. That happened trick, probably yeah. about eight, ten years ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. So yeah. So you heard the real story here, America. Okay. So statute of limitations. Can't get in trouble. Ah, Windy City Limousine provides championship service. Making a reservation is so easy. It's a slam dunk. Let Windy City break the full court pressure of traffic and get you to your destination in style and on time. Contact Windy City at 847-916-9300. That's 847-916-9300. 
or hit WindyCityLimos.com. Absolutely. Hey, if you missed our last two episodes, we're in the mood to laugh talking about Larry David and Curb Your Enthusiasm. We had a couple of great comics impersonators that were on. We had Aries Spirits two weeks ago, and then we had Frank Caliendo. So if you haven't had a chance to check out those episodes, please do. We were laughing throughout. Really entertaining stuff. So we had a lot of fun today. Yeah. We'll see what happens with uh, All-Star Break and what Whispers comes up with. And, you know, maybe you guys are still going to Florida. Yeah, we'll take the, the, the red eye tonight. No, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> we're not going anywhere. It's too late now. So this gets planned on the barbecue, man. Just plan on the barbecue. Let's get try to get it going this weekend. We got me and Mark will come up. We'll come up, man. And we'll oh, really just, yeah, we'll come up, man. We'll visit what's, you. What's the temp gonna be? I don't know, it's fifty some degrees, right? Yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be on nice. Sunday? Well, yeah. that's supposed to be next week. Okay, maybe next week then. Nobody works, you know. We no, can come, yeah, you know? We can come yeah, up there. We can sit in your house. Yeah, you don't want to do. sit in your house? <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, we come on over. The, he's got a koi pond over there. The, oh, the, wow. the koi pond still over there? Yeah, I didn't fill it in with dirt yet. Yeah, he got, <laughs> he got a koi pond. He got a big fish in there, man. Yeah, yeah. the Whispers house got a, it's in the state over in Barrington. All right, we got a lot of planning to do, so it's time to say goodbye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Give Me the Hot Sauce. We'll be back with a brand new episode next week. Until then. And you guys enjoy your weekend and soak. Uh, this is Stacey <laughs> King signing off and drive home safely. Beep, beep. Oh, my goodness. It's only preseason.